0: But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of one of the greatest Anglican evangelicals, Charles Simeon. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, The Almighty and Merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of His Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 38 on page 317 of the prayer book. Rebuke me not, O Lord, in your anger, neither chasten me in your weighted displeasure. For your arrows stick fast in me, and your hand presses me hard. There is no health in my flesh because of your displeasure, neither is there any rest in my bones by reason of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head and are like a heavy burden too much for me to bear. My wounds stink and fester by reason of my foolishness. I am brought into such great trouble and misery that I go about mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with burning and there is no wholeness in my body. I am feeble and sorely smitten. I have roared because of the tumult of my heart. Lord, you know all my desire, my groaning is not hidden from you. My heart is panting, my strength has failed me, and the sight of my eyes is gone from me. Continuing at verse 21, Forsake me not, O Lord my God, O be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord God of my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Charles Simeon. He was born September 24th, 1759, at Reading, to a family of moderate means, but of many clergy. On his dad's side, his grandfather and great-grandfather had been clergy. And on his mom's side, he was related to two former archbishops of York. At the age of eight, Charles was sent to Eton College, a premier boarding school in England. And at age 20, he entered King's College in Cambridge. He arrived at Cambridge not particularly religious, but in his first week, the provost informed him in writing that all students at Oxford and Cambridge, by tradition, were required to be communicants in the Church of England. Charles was not prepared for this. For weeks, he tried to prepare his soul in preparation for the midterm communion service that was approaching, but he felt more and more unworthy as the day approached. But during Holy Week, the light came on for him. As he was reading a book about Israel's temple system, he was reading about how the sin of the worshiper was transferred onto the head of the sacrificial animal. And all of a sudden, he realized, in his own words, the thought rushed into my mind. What? I may transfer all my guilt to another? Then, God willing, I will not bear them on my own soul one moment longer. Accordingly, I sought to lay my sins upon the sacred head of Jesus. And on the Wednesday began to have a hope of mercy. And on Thursday that hope increased. And on Friday and Saturday it became more strong. And on the Sunday morning, Easter day, April 4th, I awoke early with those words upon my heart and lips, Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia, alleluia. From that... Our peace flowed in rich abundance into my soul, and at the Lord's table in our chapel, I had the sweetest access to God through my blessed Savior. Charles, newly converted, began studying for ministry. He was ordained around the age of 23 and became a curate at St. Edward's Church. And his biblical and evangelical preaching was powerful, Within months, the church was full of new congregants. In one of his contemporaries, Henry Venn's words, Simeon preaches at a church in a town which is crowded like a theater on the first night of a new play. After five months of that curacy, with such huge success, the bishop appointed him to be rector of Holy Trinity Cambridge. Now, preaching in the heart of England's elite university towns brought its own controversy, and his new parishioners in Cambridge didn't want an evangelical. And so many of the parishioners locked their rented pews so that anyone who came to listen to Simeon had to stand in the church aisles. He was ridiculed publicly in the streets. And at one point, Simeon was rather low And wrote out his resignation. But he did find strength. He wrote in his journal about that moment, When I was an object of much contempt and derision in my university, I strolled forth one day, buffeted and afflicted, with my little New Testament in my hand. The first text which caught my eye was this. They found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, and they compelled him to bear Jesus' cross. Simeon realized that this controversy would not undo him, but was part of what it meant to bear the cross of Christ. And so he persisted and continued, and slowly the pews began to open up and fill, and not primarily with the elite townspeople of Cambridge, but with students. Simeon became so popular with the students that he introduced an evening service and began inviting students to his home for what he called conversation parties where he was teaching them how to preach. By the time of his death, always a bachelor, after 54 years as rector of Trinity Cambridge, it was estimated that one-third of the Anglican clergy in England had sat under Charles Simeon's teaching. Charles Simeon's life and his tenacity and his commitment to the gospel reminds me of Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. This is the story of Charles Simeon, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you, and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary. Bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with a collect for an evangelist on page 638 of the prayer book. Almighty and everlasting God, you called your servant, Charles Simeon, to preach the gospel to the people of England. Raise up in this and every land evangelists and heralds of your kingdom, that your church may proclaim the unsearchable riches of our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at christchurchplano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.